0: way we consume and share news today. It is largely rooted in social media. Al, it's a reason why it is crucial to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media. We're joined by Yerka in of studio. Hi. Good morning. Look at my sparkly pen. It's not mine. I just found it. I was going to say is that a, is that, is that a, oh it's a melted Olaf.
1: Yes. That's lovely.
0: <laughs> you know that pen has been in this studio for, for a long Quite while. some time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It cools me down. Does it do the trick for you? You? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> How are you doing, Erica? I'm good. How are you? Not too shabby. <laughs> good. For football fans locally, I guess this is all of the news. It's really yeah. exciting. Uh, Son heung min welcoming his Tottenham uh, teammates to Korea and then giving them apparently a special gift. I do wonder what it was. Yeah. So uh, Tottenham Hotspur, they've
1: landed in Seoul on Sunday ahead of their first ever preseason mm. tour of South Korea. And they were greeted like rock stars, like... <laughs> Seriously.
0: The full treatment, the yep. cameras, the fans, the gifts, the flowers. That's right.
1: Soonung Min was at the Incheon International <laughs> Airport to welcome his teammates to his home country. Yeah. There was a huge crowd and press behind him. They erupted into cheers as the team walked in through the arrival gates. And uh, <laughs> you can all go online and watch the footage that was shared on social media. Uh-huh. Uh, Soonung Min is seen standing just a few steps away from the arrival gates, okay. and he's holding up a sign that reads, Welcome to Seoul, and he, you know, he he's super happy and excited. He's sporting his typical sonny grin, and uh, <laughs> and I, it that scene really made me wonder if Tottenham has ever been welcomed in the same fashion uh, when arriving a
0: foreign country. Yeah. That is right. I think for home ground, it's That's a different right. story. But I don't know. Halfway across the world. South Korea, it's kind of an incredible experience, yes.
1: right? I, I bet they didn't expect what they saw <laughs> the as ro- they walked the out. Roaring family. Ro- exactly. And Twin Min <laughs> gave each team member a big hug <laughs> as they walked in.
0: <laughs> I guess it's it's befitting of how big of a star Son Heung-min actually yep. is in South Korea. Even if you're not a football mm-hmm. fan, even if you don't follow the Tottenham season, right? It doesn't matter. He's such a big public figure. I mean, he's a celebrity in his own right. He celebrated. His father is talked about quite frequently yeah. in interviews too. I mean, it's it's it's. I, I can't even measure how popular this guy actually is. Yes. Um, it does rival, I would say, K-pop stars. I really
1: would say that. Now Spurs are the most supported Premier League team in mm. Korea and Sonny by far is the most popular <laughs> Korean sports figure and uh, he's almost certainly going to retire as the best ever Korean footballer mm. and as one of the best ever Korean athletes. That is why the mm. team coming to play two preseason matches here is such a huge event and for fans. It's
0: kind of a treat isn't Yep. Like post-pandemic, we're actually returning to see in-person matches. And this sounds like a star-studded event. Yes,
1: that's right. Uh, now, the thing about Son min uh, besides his uh, football prowess, is, uh, <laughs> is that he's known to be one of the nicest and most humble people really? out there. Yes. I mean. uh, and uh, his team coming to South Korea means so much to him. Mm. And uh, he really made his appreciation known. Mm. He apparently left a gift and a note to each of his teammates and staffers. In their hotel rooms, expressing his appreciation and gratitude, and uh, that note, of course, has since been shared on social media. Has it gone viral? Yes, it's gone viral, and it goes like this. I'm not going to read the whole thing. <laughs> Welcome to Korea. I missed you, brothers. <laughs> um, it's very meaningful <laughs> that you came to my country. Mm. I know that it's a busy schedule, mm. but I hope we have a great time with good energy and mm. great memories. Mm. Thank you. Always, let's mm. go for the season with something special. Uh, he, he, two hearts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, hot, <laughs> hard,
1: Because one is just never enough. Yeah, and he signed off the note with uh, Sonny, his nickname. I mean, that's sweet,
0: right? I mean, he didn't have to do that. I mean, right. Anyway, it's 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 lovely. And maybe that shows a little bit more about how close the teammates are. Yes. That's a pretty big one. I don't even know if they
1: have the time while they're here in Cray because they have a match tomorrow yeah. at 8 p.m. Yeah. at the Seoul World Cup Stadium at 8 p.m. And they're playing one, actually. But yeah, uh, yeah Tottenham. Hans yeah, right, right, right. They're right. playing another
0: game on Saturday.
1: Right at 8 p.m. Okay, against Sevilla. And
0: then they're going to fly out when? I believe soon enough. Yes. Right? So do they but, have time uh, to actually
1: go to tourist spot spots? That's what they're looking forward to. is They're it? really <laughs> counting on Sonung-min to like show them around <laughs> all the fun spots. <laughs> yeah. There, there are some YouTube videos that show how excited Sonung-min is about welcoming his uh, teammates to I South Korea. I think the
0: soulite mantra yeah. is work hard, play hard. So maybe embracing that entire theme, they can go out in the evenings, Yeah. The social distancing <laughs> restrictions right. are lifted. Yes. there you go. And I'm sure people will be crazy to see them right. In the right streets. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, move on to our second buzzword this morning. It's hot, yep. um, heat came much earlier than anticipated mm-hmm. or ever before. And so people are fleeing to cooler places, like higher beaches, locations, mountains. mountains, the mountains, yeah, and the beaches. Uh,
1: today we're going to talk about a very specific location that really? people are flocking over to, and that's a, a parking lot. <laughs> at a destination that uh, boasts some of the coolest temperatures all year round here in South Korea. Uh, we're talking about Taeguayong. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's where all the sheeps are, right? <laughs> That's where all the sheep are. So last Friday at around 8pm, uh, the parking lot in Taeguayongmyeon in uh, Pyeongchang County, yeah. Gangwon, the province, was filled with some 100 vehicles. <laughs> the parking lot is not a registered campsite, okay. just in case you're wondering, okay. because camping is very popular here in South Korea. Right, right. But uh, upon a arrival, visitors could be seen pulling out their mats and foldable
0: tables and food, and they're enjoying a picnic in the parking space. The thing is, I mean, you might be wondering, it's a parking lot, it's open space, it doesn't really seem hazardous, but I mean, we do, I think, designate camping sites with the purpose of safety and security reasons, right? Mm -hmm. So seeing all these people unexpectedly unfold. trying to beat the heat. In a parking lot of all places. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of funny. how hot
1: it's been here. You're right. It's unbearable yeah. really early on. And people are getting extremely creative. Yes, exactly. Now, uh, Daegualyung yeah. is, uh, is situated at an altitude of 830 meters above sea level yeah. and uh, much cooler than the large cities. Uh, for example, at 8 p.m. last Friday, the temperature right here in Seoul was 28.4 degrees Celsius. And uh, in Gangneung, mm-hmm. it was 27.4. 5 degrees Celsius. I mean, this is a seaside uh, city and not much difference when it comes to temperature between Seoul and Gangneung.
0: It was supposed to be breezy. Yeah. Uh, no. So and, no. And for even for Seoul, I mean, we've seen tropical nights yeah. for days in a row. It's just it's just too hot. And I'm wondering, how does Taegwalyung compare then to the city? Yeah, the in Taegwalyung,
1: side? it was 21.8 degrees. Very pleasant. I was going to say. Yeah. with the wind blowing into late hours of the night. And uh, as the temperature dropped, mm. as the evening progressed, yeah. uh, people actually had had to pull out their jackets and put them on because it it got that cold. Now, in this part of Korea, even during the hottest months of the year, one needs to wear long-sleeved clothing and cover themselves with a blanket or else it would get too cold to sleep at night. And another perk is that because it's so cold, there are no mosquitoes.
0: Okay, so whoever figured this out, I've got to (laughs) hand it to you. You're a genius. I guess I didn't even think about that. There you go. Mosquito-free, cooler. Yes parking lot that's Australia. right <laughs> <laughs> alright just for some context uh, it's been hot guys the KMA uh, the country's weather watching agency has issued heatwave advisories and also warned of possible power shortages due to high demand for of course REC yeah. use uh, what is the average temperature at Daegualliong in the month of July? Does it remain cold?
1: Yeah, it remains cool. Oh, yeah. uh, the average temperature in the month of July is 19.6 degrees. Sounds so pleasant. Uh, the temperatures rarely surpass 25 degrees Celsius uh, between 6 p.m. and 9 a.m. Mm. in the morning, which is how Korea's weather agency defines Tropical nights. 25 Yoltea. degrees Celsius. That's right. right. It doesn't
0: fall below. Yeah.
1: So, Teguayong <laughs> is such a popular tourist hotspot right now that it is impossible to book a room at any of the accommodations in the area. <sighs> and, and this is not just this year either. Yeah. Y- usually around this time of the year, many people head over to Teguayong. And just the to-
0: the province in general, right? Yes. I mean, this is where you go to cool off. I mean, it's driving distances. As long as there's no traffic, two hours, two and a half hours should cut it, right? right. Uh, and It's close enough. It's cool. It's close enough to the beach...
1: I'm sure many people are also sharing photos on social media. Mm. I wonder if that's going to drive even more people to the area. Oh, yeah, we discourage. I mean, there are only, you know, so so many cars
0: that you can park in a parking lot. (laughs) That's funny, because if you've seen the Taekwondo parking lot, it's massive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there you have it. An unlikely trend arises during this early heated season. Yeah. On to our final buzzword of the day. Retro is in, right? And apparently the blogosphere is back? Yeah. You know what?
1: I used to blog quite religiously back in 2013, 2013, 14. I used to have a food blog oh. that I used to you know, post quite regularly. Actually, it's still up, isn't it, Eureka? I- I've seen... A- a- I think maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't actually written in it since... Oh, well. It's been a long time.
0: Now that it's bad. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> Maybe you can rejoin. <laughs> you know, at the time, my, my reasoning was, people don't read blogs anymore.
0: No, I really do, Erika. I, I stumble upon these blogs, especially when I travel. And right. It's great fun. And the thing about blogs is that it's usually pretty intimate, right? And yes. it's detailed. And it's about personal experiences. Right. It's much more colorful than, uh, I don't know, an editorial, for mm-hmm. example. So it's it's a lot of fun and has novelty. I just didn't realize that it could... Become a trend again. But you know what? At the time, if yeah. I
1: think about it, the reason why I blog was for my own pleasure. Yeah. Not to necessarily show other people what I was cooking and eating at home. See,
0: I like that even more. Yeah. I think people respond to authentic tales and authentic storytelling. Mm-hmm. And this is like the best way. I, I think it's, it's blatantly obvious when someone creates something, contents, blog, yeah. or videos, to sell something. And if it's discreet, yeah, we may give it a free pass. But it's nicer when someone says, yeah, this was for me yeah. and my family members and my friends. Right. Okay. <laughs> So according to Naver, uh, the number of
1: new blogs has uh, gone up by 14% Mm. following the launch of something called the Weekly Journal Writing Challenge Program, which encouraged bloggers to write journal entries every week. And 80% of the new blogs were
0: opened by users in their 20s and 30s, millennials and Gen Z. This is so interesting. I feel like those that are are part of maybe the older millennial group, yes, we we all blogged once upon a time. It doesn't feel too far distant. In my memory, it's nice, and so I would like to go back to yeah. it. But for I guess those in their early twenties, mm-hmm. this might be the first time, yeah, and they might be thinking, "What a retro experience!" I'm telling <laughs> you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but anyways, uh, millennials and Gen Z say <laughs> that blogs allow them to access some exclusive features that aren't available on other social media platforms like Instagram. Okay. Yeah, but I guess these different platforms yeah. specialize in different things or focus on different things. Instagram's for example. All
0: about Pictures, isn't yeah, pictures. It. Uh, yeah.
1: Instagram users, they document their everyday lives with pretty (laughs) filtered images and memorable moments. Mm -hmm. Um, But they say that uh, keeping up with Instagram Mm -hmm. has been a little bit exhausting. Uh, You know, they get Instagram burnout from having to
0: constantly keep up. I think that's a real thing. I I don't think I've ever called it that. Mm -hmm. But after a while, putting putting up these aesthetically pleasing pictures on your feed, it's, I don't know, it's a little bit boring for me now. There was a time when I was very invested in making my Instagram look a certain way and Mm -hmm. then I decided... What? what's the point? <laughs> because it's such yeah. a such a heavily curated I, I think experience of my own life right. and other users' life. Slightly misleading, isn't it? It's not like I would ever go on my social media outlets and say, I'm having a tough, yeah. I don't do that. I mean, the Erica. images are so edited these days. It's so misleading yeah. and I think most of us know that it, that's not the entirety of the story right. but I don't know, if you're having a bad day and you stumble upon someone's fabulous life and you're thinking, hmm, am I the only one that's struggling? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so maybe the blogger sphere is like the polar opposite of that because it's I mean it's a detailed journal yep. entry if you think about it and younger bloggers are comfortable absolutely Talking about their yeah. most personal and intimate stories. Mm-hmm. I, I read a, a
1: news article this morning, and according to a professor of psychology at Seoul National University, bloggers say that it is psychologically satisfying for them to talk about themselves, <laughs> and it makes them feel special. Okay, And also, that same satisfaction they feel as they write their personal stories make them less aware of the fact that everything's out in the open and that they're exposing themselves
0: you know you can turn those blog That's posts true. private yep. i mean then it's just a wonderful journal yep. entry mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thanks erica i see you tomorrow see you tomorrow if you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live monday through friday 7 a.m korea standard time so tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input see you bright and early on good morning soul